Good Vach everybody! How's everybody doing? Tonight's sponsors, Lili Nishmas, Karm, this is by Michael Stern, Agotvi by Michal Chaim, Vitsipara, Miriam by Shalom of I told you, I don't know how to read it. Kishboruch understands. Sponsored by David Dimbert as an urgent schus, refus lema, refus hanefesh, for, or refus aguf, for my daughter, Hanagavri Ella, as Esther Rivka, an Eloi in science and in Torah, a chayelet, a mathematics, an outstanding, wonderful daughter, sibling, wife. Some, when I get these texts, they, every, all the words are backwards. So you guys can understand it. You don't even need a Kalish Baruch Hu. This is uh, self-explanatory, but it's in different order, I guess. So David Dimbert's daughter should have a Rafur Shlema. Sponsored by Mark Steinberg from Chicago. First yards out of my father, Avram ben Moshe Aaron, who was born in Warsaw, Poland, Warsaw, Poland, in 1930, and with the help of his uncles, was able to leave in 1938. Shomos should have an aliyah. The Cholim should have a refuah. Here's a, an email from Philip Sanzer. This is what Philip looks like, and he writes. Hello, Rebelli. I'd like to thank you for your wonderful share. I came across the share during COVID and I needed to catch up because of my stint with COVID. I really enjoy your candor during your share. You give a geschmack to the Yoimi. You make us laugh and cry each and every day, besides an Erevin. There's nothing to cry about. I mean, maybe you guys are crying when I talk about Lechi over and over. That's also something to cry about. But not a lot of jokes, not a lot of humor. But today, Promises to be one of the most amazing dapim of all time. It's amazing daf. Thanks for joining us. You're going to love it. Uh, but most importantly, you make the daf accessible to all walks of Klai Yisrael. I was very impressed when somebody who didn't belong on Zoom did some inappropriate things on the chat. Some of the responses were to let Ellie connect with him to turn him around. Recently, my family went on vacation to Colorado and South Dakota. I was able to keep up with the Yoimi because of Yashir. Yashir may have been the only Torah learned in some remote places at the time. It actually enhanced my vacation. Beautiful. I felt fulfilled that I was able to give a time to learn on my vacation. I used to feel like a hypocrite when I would tell my children to learn. You know those fathers. But boys, I sit down to learn and they turn on the TV to watch the local news. Game, this. It actually, yeah, so it used to feel like a hypocrite when I would tell my children to learn before we go on a trip for the day. Now I can proudly say that I didn't just tell my children to learn, rather I showed them. My wife certainly developed a newfound respect for my dedication. I will miss the 10-15 mountain time sheer. Thank you, Ephraim Sanzer. Shkoyach Ephraim. Don't be fooled by that hat. A lot of toy going on underneath that cup. All right, Raboisai. Here we go, Daf. We're a little bit behind, but we're going to catch up, Ezra Hashem. Today is daf. No need to remind me anymore. Um, Yosef, please send um, Gary the Lilu Nishmas of Dr. Listhaus, not Yossi Klein. Omar Rab Yehuda We are holding, I don't remember, like 14 lines from the bottom of your base, Omar the base. Says Rav Yehuda in the name of Rav. Now, when a mavoi is a square, a lechi doesn't work on it. So we're going to discuss now the difference between a mavoi and a chatzar. 
A mavo is like a street, it's narrow and long. A chater is square. Square. Same halacha, different thing. In other words, they both say in the name of Rav that a lechi doesn't work and a kari doesn't work. Two different people from the same Rebbe, Rav. When it comes to a square, a lechi and a kari don't work. It needs to look like a mavi, act like a mavi. It has to look like a duck. It has to be long, narrow, and narrow and long. Says the Gemara, I love, says Rebbe I love what they're saying. If they're identical, the width and the length, they're a square, have a then it's a chater. A chater has more of a chumr than a mavoy. A chater, again, you have a house, you have in front of your house, you have a chater, a courtyard, and in front of the courtyard, like one or two dump into this. Typically, Rashi says two. We're going to see a funny Rashi. Rashi says one. And then, how many houses dump into the courtyard? Typically two. And from the courtyard, it goes into the Mavoy. You have basically four houses usually going into one Mavoy. Two Chatzerois. Each Chatzer has two houses. That's typical. So, the Chatzer has more, you do your private stuff over there. That's where you do your barbecue, that's where you take care of your stuff, you, you put your kalim over there. So Chachamim said it has to be a little tighter, a little bit more privacy. So how much? You need four tfachim. We were learning until now, a lechi is a mashu, a broom, a, a string, a mashu. No, chatzar is different, you need four tfachim. Omer Ibzeiro, Ikashali, Hokashali, one thing I don't understand is, lehevi hai lechi, Kipas mashu I don't understand why you need four tvachim. Says the Gemara He simply forgot what Rabbi Yechonon said. Does anybody remember? I hope. I mean, like the guy was saying, I forgot who it was. Oh, yeah. I was just watching one of the siyumim uh, of one of our friends from Borough Park, his first siyum ever. He sent me, maybe I'll read his email tomorrow. And he says in his siyum, he says, listen, I only retain one or two percent, but that's okay. I love it. Does anybody remember what we said yesterday about Rabbi Yechanan? How much lechi you need? Rabbi Yechanan said four tfachim. What else did he say? He also said, I'll give you a little hint, he also said a broom in certain situations. What's the situation? If you put the two lechis on both sides, then you can do a mashu and a mashu. If you only use one lechi, you need four tfachim. So Rabbi Zeira Pashat forgot what Rabbi Yechanan said. He's, he's asking, why, don't, why can't I use a broom? Because Rabbi Yechanan said you can't use a broom. It's a... It's a it's a chatzar. In a chatzar you don't use brooms. In a mavi you can use a broom. One broom. Not a chatzar. In a chatzar you need four tfachim. Omer of Nachman, Naktinu neza mavi shenita belech bekaira. We learned halacha. What is a mavi that's okay to have a lech in a kaira? Kol sha'akar yasser harachbay. Number one, it needs to be long and narrow. Like a typical mavi. Ubatim v'chatzerois and you have houses and chaterais that open into the mavoy. Again, you have your houses. We don't need to show the picture again, right? Because everybody knows what... Okay, fine, we have it here. Might as well show it. Here are your houses that go into the that's behind this brick wall. And if you notice closely, there's two doors here. One, two... On this side, one, two, on the other side, 
and they go into the alleyway, into the mob. What's very interesting is that Rashi, Dibar Maskel, Ubatim B'chatzerah says, there are two chatzers that go into a mavoy. And how many houses go into the chatzers, says Rashi? Wow. This contradicts all other Rashis that I'm familiar with, and they obviously discuss it. Rashi says there's only one house that goes into a chatzer. Okay. Now, it happens to be that, just real quickly, there's a little tesis here, Levi Kipas Master Reb Zeir himself says Taisvis knew about this Fort Fachem business. So obviously he forgot about it, he didn't know about it, he learned about it later. Great. And what kind of Chatzar does not work? If it's a square. Ask the Gemara Murubas in Agulaloi. What you coming to exclude a circle? What because it's it's a funny shape? You can't have a lachi. Obviously not. That's not the pshat. If it's longer than its width, then it's a normal mavi. It's an alley. Then it's okay to do lachi Viloi. And if it's not longer than its width, it's a square. Havli chotzer. Then it's a chotzer. Vikama. Now once you have a chotzer, so. This is the point in the Gemara. Once you have a chatzar, how can you make a chatzar into a mavi? How do you extend? I want to get away. I don't want to do a four a, a fourth fachem lechi. What do I do? So Shmuel thought for a second that if you have a chatzar, you have a chatzar, and now you want to make the chatzar into like a mavi. So what you have to do is you have to double it up. That's what he thought. Why? Because it's already a chatzar. So to undo the bad, you have to do like a lot of good. You can't just, oh, add, add a, another inch to it and say, oh, now we're dealing with a mavi. You're talking about a chatzar, and a chatzar is a terrible thing. A chatzar requires fort fachim. So you can't just say, oh, and from today on, by the way, I'm calling it a mavi. Why? Because I added, I brought the contractor and I added three inches. Seshmul. So you have to add, you have to double it up. Going from a square, you have to make a rectangle. You have to make a serious rectangle. This is what my uncle said. It's interesting, Rashi brings here, and there's a Rashi in, um, I forgot where it was, it was in Saita, I think. Rashi says, on Davdalet, Saita Davdalet, I think it was, the Rashi says, and explains more, that, what am I looking, now this camera's working? Okay. Says Rashi, very interesting, and here he points it out, that Rav... The father and mother of Rav. Rav's father and mother were both the brother and sister of Rav Chia. A brother and a sister married each other to have Rav. Well, not Be'isr. They were stepbrother and sister. They shared a brother. They both shared... It's unbelievable. Rav, the Galadar, his parents shared a brother who's also Galadar, his name was Rebchia. And Rebchia said, that if you want to take your chatzar, to go and make a chatzar into a mavoy, all you need to do is add a tiny bit, so that now it's not a perfect square, now it's longer than it is narrow, and therefore it's like a mavoy, and a mashu, a broomstick, or we'll see, the, when? I don't know, tomorrow, maybe, yeah, tomorrow, 
that a little string is also enough for lechi. You don't need four tfachim. Mishum Rabbi Shmuel Omer Tamad Echad. So now we're going to Daf Yud Gimel Omer Aleph. Rabbi Kiva Omer Azer Azer Nechlaku. So there's a Talmud Echad. There's a who tells Rabbi Kiva the whole machlagis of Hashem and Basil whether you need a lechi and kaira or just a lechi or a kaira is only up to four amas. Anything less, no machlagis. Yeah. And Rebbe Kiva says, Yosef is saying no good. Hmm? Oh, YouTube is, is not good? Yeah, but I'm, I, I'm hooked up to that thing. Okay. Says the Gemara, thank you, Yosef. So Rabbi Kiva comes along and tells his Talmud, no, there's no sound. Everybody's saying no good. YouTube or Zoom? Zoom no good? Every time Gary comes, it's a problem here. We're trying to get a better system up, and it's ruining it. Just go, my mic. Here, is this better? All right, Rabbi Sai, here we go. No, not still not good. Oh, that hurts. What should I put in my mouth? Does Zoom hear me? Not hear me? How about now? Better? Much of pastor says, no good. Yosef says, no good. What's going on? Why not? Why can't we learn straight? It's Zoom. That's, they don't hear me. Okay, hold on. Maybe you move this thing. Put, push that. Could you can we just do this straight normal? Let's go back. I don't want to I don't want to do Nisyanot now. I want to do a regular share. Sh- shut this new camera off and let's go okay. to the regular camera and shut them. Okay? Okay. Hold on. Why not? I want to show everybody what it, Oh, this is the the new camera. That's why it's not good. Okay. He's playing games with me. Can I pull this out, please? It's not going to help you to pull it out. <sighs> old sound, please. Thank you. When we don't know how to use the system, we don't know how to use the system. We'll try it out during the day. All right, you hear? Shut that off. Sorry, everybody. Sorry. It's work. It's on. Okay, he tried to he tried to fool me. This guy, this guy told me that it's fine and we're going back to the old one. He's playing games with me. What do we do? That's the guy. No, what do you want? Okay, How, how's the sound now? Raboy says, sound good, okay, not good? Nobody's answering me. Okay, fine. Brand new shear. We're starting all over. Forget everybody, everything that happened beforehand. 
That the Machloi Risham be still in the Mishnah, whether or not a, you need both, two things, a Lechi and a Kaira, or just a Lechi, is only up to four Amas. That's what a Talmud Echad says. One Talmud. I'll tell you the secret, it's Remeir. Remeir says it's up to four Amas. It says, Rabbi Kiva, Alzev Alzenech Leku. The Machulagam both. What's so exciting, Ami? Why is everybody laughing? What, what's going on here? Alzev Alzenech Leku. It's not true. The Machloikis is on everybody. Ahuva Yehudas is, uh, is Yeshua's baby? Wow, Ahuva Yehudas. Nothing to do with the daf. Very, very disappointed. Very disappointed. All right. That baby should also have a, a, a great life. No, no. I was hoping it was going to be a daf baby. Says the Gemara, Rebbe Kiva Hainu Tainakama. It's a very hard question to understand. I don't understand it 100%, but I saw that they asked what I don't understand. In other words, Rabbi Kiva is just saying over what the Tanakhama says. That's the basic question. But really, he's, he's trying to tell Rabbi Meir that what he's saying is not true. So what, what's the big deal? The Gemara understands it's a problem. Rabbi wouldn't have repeated it twice. What he should have said is that... What you're saying is not true. Why does he repeat over the same words that the Tanakhama says? Says Gemara, what we had yesterday, Rav Achli or Rav Yechiel, one or the other say that below four Tfachim, you don't have to do anything. You don't have to put a Lechi. So he's coming to say that one of them, either Rav Akiva or the Tanakhama say, below four Tfachim, you don't have to do anything. Says the Gemara, and we don't know. And we actually, as Rashi points out, we mentioned yesterday, there's a machloik in Ravachli. We don't know if Rebekiv is the one that says below four, you don't have to do anything. Is it Tanakama that says it? Tanya Rebekiv. Rebekiv said, so gishmak for me. And finally, it's been days, every day, another kaira, another two lechis, two and a half lechis, three tfachim, one tefach. There's no room to say any jokes. Finally, we could say, I'm going to have to say jokes that we said like last week, two weeks, but just, just to say them. It says Rebekiva. The Ilam love this joke. And we, this is a joke you have to repeat every half a year, so we're going to repeat it today. Rebaruch Mordechaz Rachi, a bacher, once asked him a kasha in Shir, and he told him, What you're saying is not even shtusim. And then another bacher asked him a kash, and he says, Oh! Oh! That's shtusim! That's shtusim! Oh! Baruch Hashem! The first guy didn't even ask shtusim. And now, he's on the madrig of shtusim. So, Rebbe Kiva told him, this Talmud, what you're saying doesn't, it, it doesn't even start. It's impossible what you're saying is true. And then, the Gemara says, Va'alocha ko'ezi Talmud. But what the Talmud said is true. Says the Gemara, Rabbi Kiva is saying, Rabbi Shmuel never said it. It's impossible that a Talmud Chacham like Rabbi Shmuel would say such a thing. How's that possible? So typically, 
all over Shas, when the Gemara says these words, L'chadabas Talmidim means that the Rebbe said something to fool his Talmidim, to see if they're paying attention, and then they, they scream, uh uh, and then he knows that they're, they're on the ball. Over here it's different. Over here, says the Gemara, the Rebbe Kiva told Rebbe Meir, he said, what you're saying is beautiful. Not the halachas like you, Rebbe Meir. It's impossible that Rebbe Shmuel said what you said, but you mechadish such a beautiful vart, I'm telling you what you said is murdik. And when you see here, uh, Boisai, I see an unbelievable thing. You're talking about Rebbe Meir. Rebbe Meir, as we're gonna, the Gemara is going to discuss who Rebbe Meir is tonight. Rebbe Meir, that, the greatest of the great. He was the Rebbe of Rabbeinu HaKadosh, the one who wrote the Mishnayis. Rebbe Akiva had to give him compliments. Talmidim says Rashi, that when other Talmidim see how Rebbe Akiva acted with Rebbe Meir, they're going to be jealous, they're also going to want to say good pshatim. So it's he's sorry for life, I'm talking to myself. Your Talmidim, you have to give compliments to. Your children, you give compliments to. Ellie, what are you doing? You've got to give compliments to your children. It's unbelievable. If, I'm saying if Tanaim, Tanaim had to say, give compliments to Rabbi Meir and to the other Talmidim, so certainly us in our generation, we have to do so. Says the Gemara. Omer Rav Yudam Shmuel, Amor Rav Akiva, Elo Lechadim Talmidim. Rabbi Nachman has a little bit of a different shot. He didn't say the halacha is like Rabbi Meir. He said, oh, I hear what you're saying. You're saying very good. You're saying very good. But of course, Rabbi Kiva understood that Rabbi Shemal never said it. Uh, you want to see Rashi? Rashi says, I know that Rabbi Shemal is very smart. It's impossible that he would say such a thing. Yet he gave him a compliment. What he's saying is a beautiful thing. Oh, it's beautiful. Uh, that there's no machlaikis... Uh, uh, below four amas, yeah, okay, great. Unbelievable. Mamish, unbelievable. Says the Gemara, Omer Bishwab and Levi, anytime you see this Lashon, Talmud Echad, Enoi, Ela, Rebmeir, Sheshimish Es Rebishmol, Es Rebikiva. Rebmeir was a Talmud by Rebishmol and Rebikiva. So when the Talmud Echad is telling Rebikiva, often by both of them, by Rebishmol and Rebikiva. The sign of Rabbi Shmuel. When I was at Rabbi Shmuel learning, this is a this is Rabbi Schomburg's sugya. What? You can nail him with the backhand. Perfect position. You see him? You guys see him right behind me? <laughs> this is getting out of hand. I'm gonna have to lock my door from now on. So, says Rameyer, I used to put this kankantam chemical into my ink, and it causes the ink not to be able to be erased very easily, and v'lo'omali dover. So Rabbi Shmuel never said anything to me. And when I started learning Torah by Rabbi Kiva, Asra'alai, what does it say here? Rabbi Isai, what does it say here? First he learned by Rabbi Shmuel, and then only afterwards he learned by Rabbi Kiva. Rabbi Shmuel said, it's okay. Rabbi Kiva said, Kankantam is not okay. Frank the Gemara, Aini. It's exact opposite. Bama Rabbi Yehuda, Meshmuel, Meshum Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Yehuda said in the name of Shmuel, in the name of Rabbi Meir. 
First, I learned by Rabbi Kiva. I would put the special ingredient concatenate into the ink, and nobody said anything to me. Rabbi Kiva didn't say a word to me. And when I went to Rabbi Shmuel, he asked me, "What's your job?" I'm a cipher. That's what I do for a living. You could learn a lot of things from here, but I guess a lot of people or all people had jobs then. He said, he asked him, he said, he knew right away. He's not just Rabbi Meir, Tamil Chacham. He said, but what do you do for a living? He said, oh, I'm a cipher. Okay, great. Well, you have a very difficult job if you're a cipher. Why? What you do is clay kodesh. What do they call it today? This is a big job. So he says, you got to be careful. If you miss one letter, or add one letter, and Rashi gives examples, for instance, if you say, instead of Hashem Elikeichem, you say, instead of Emes, you take off the Aleph, so Chas Hashem, could be Mace. Hashem, I don't want to say it. But instead of Emes, also you have the word Mace. You destroy the world. Or, instead of Vaidaber, every single time it says Vaidaber, you put the, word, the letter Vav, and that's Vaidabru. So that's one thing. Now, the, so Rashi says it's very specific words that you can destroy. The Maral asks, why is that destroying the world? It should just say, you're a Kaifer. So the Maral learns a different Pshat. I, I love this Pshat. He says, Kutsu Brichu Alma. HaGosh looks in the Torah, in his Torah that he had and he created the world. If you miss any letter within that Torah, the Marshall says something similar, that the whole Torah is, is a bunch of shameless Hashem. All the words, it's all Hashem's names in different ways. So if you take out one letter, then, then you destroy the world because HaGosh Baruch Hu created the world with a complete Torah. If you're missing that one letter somewhere, anywhere in the Torah, you destroy the world. That's how the morale learns. So I just want to point out here, Reb Meir says that he was a cipher. Cipher. The Gemara Megillah David Ches says that Reb Meir, he wrote a Megillah's Esther, Balpeh. So the Gemara says, how can you do Balpeh? You have to write it from something. It says Reb Meir, because it's in front of my eyes. I, I'm reading it. I see it like it's, like, like it's written. They asked the Vilna Gain, or they asked, I'm sorry, they asked Chaim Velazhiner, what's the difference between your brother Reb Zalman Velazhin and the Vilna Gain? They both know the Torah by heart. So Reb Chaim Velazhiner, the first Rosh Hashiva of all Yeshiva, said that the Vilna Gain, he has it written in front of him. And that is, if you have something written in front of you, like if you look at your Gemara, you could start reading backwards. So if I ask you to say anything, say Ashri backwards, Shema backwards, you wouldn't be able to do it. I actually knew a guy in Bar Park, Bleich I think his name was, that used to read backwards. And you give him a dollar bill, everybody in Bar Park knows this guy, give him any dollar bill for a second, and he, he tells you the number, backwards, forwards, from the middle, this, that, one of these memories. So he says, like read. And I once saw, I don't know who's on right now, they interviewed, they said there's 10 people in the world they identified that they have total recall. One of them is a famous actress that was on the show Taxi. 
I'm not going to say her name now because we're in the middle of a shear. But what's amazing is that she was able to give her any date in the world, any date in her life, and she starts telling you exactly what happened that day. She could tell you what she wore, what she drank, what she ate, and da 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 da. And anything, just they fired her any day. January 5th, 78. Tells you. But she doesn't even take a breath, it just comes out. So they asked her, I saw this on 60 Minutes, they asked her, What's Pshat? How do you do it? She said, I see it in front of me. It's like right in front of me. And it reminded me of that, uh, of that Rukhayim Velazhener and of the Gemara of Remeyer. It's right in front. So Remeyer was a cipher, but he had everything right in front of him. The whole Torah was right there. He's reading it. He doesn't need a piece of paper that says the Megillah. He, it's right there. Zog the Gemara. So he told me you have to be very careful because you're a you have to be very careful. So he said... And all of a sudden, he says a very strange thing. Rabbi Shmuel tells him, you got to be careful not to miss one letter, because if you miss one letter, you destroy the whole world. You add a letter, you destroy the whole world. Amarti Loi, so how does this fit in? Amarti Loi, so I, I answered him, I got a special ingredient called Kankamtoi, Shani Matil I put inside the ink, and everything is great. You're not allowed to do that. It's also what you're doing. So, by the soita, right, if a husband warns his wife not to be mitziached with another man, and she does anyways, they write the parish of soita, they put it in water with some dirt from the, from the Beis Amikdash, she drinks it, either she gets a beautiful life and she gets a lot of brachas, or she has a horrible death. But it says that you have to be able to erase it. Everything's raised, the famous Gemara, Kushbarch is willing to erase his name for Shalom Bayez. Now, how does he write a Sefer Torah from beginning to end with Kankantoim, which doesn't allow you to erase the, the words? Now, obviously, we're holding right now. That's a terrible picture. It's fuzzy and wuzzy. So, but at the end of the day, you're able to use, according to this Gemara, you're able to use, you're able to use that parsha in the Torah, the parsha you're writing, what we read in, in the parsha Saita, you can take a scissor, snip it out, and you bring it to the base Hamidosh and dunk it in water and use it. That's what the Gemara says. You have to be able to be able to, to be Maichek. We're going to see if that's, if not everybody holds like that. Says the Gemara, Michael Amarle, Michael Rishmael tells him, be very careful, don't miss any letters. He says, don't worry about it, I have a special kakanta. What was he saying? Don't worry about these chaseris and yaseris. And this is where I should have said the story. The bakiyana, Ramir says, I don't make mistakes, I'm a computer. I'm not going to miss a letter. Uh, whatever it is, I know. That's what I write down. I'm one of the ten people that has total recall. The reason why I brought that, that actress, is because a lot of people, like, eh, the villain guy, and he knew, and he said, eh, sure. I'm saying there is something like that. We know that the, it exists today. There are people that they, can, they know hundreds of books, word for word, backwards, forwards, inside out. So it's not hard to understand that there's G'daylam like that. There's people that know the whole Torah like that. The Bagayana, so what are you concerned? That maybe as I'm writing, that I'm going to miss a letter, impossible. But maybe there's going to be an exterior force called a fly. He's going to land on my ksav as I'm writing. 
and he's going to push off a dalad. There's a, there's the Rashi in Saita says the dalad of echad. Whatever it is, you make it instead of echad, you do it acher, as if there's another force in the world. Make it a rage. Don't worry about that, Rabbi Shmuel. Because I put kankantar. Once I put it down on the cloth, even if a, a bug comes and starts making a mess, you're going to see that there's a tag over there. You're going to see that's a dalid. The bottom line is, we're holding by the wide lines. Who did he go? Who did he learn by first? The first Bryce says he learned by Rabbi Kiva, then he went to Shmuel. Rabbi Shmuel, then Rabbi Kiva. Which one is it? Who said it's Asr? Second Bryce says Rabbi Shmuel said it's Asr. First Bryce says Rabbi Kiva, it's Asr. Sorry, the first Bryce said first learned by Rabbi Shmuel, then he went to Rabbi Kiva, and Rabbi Kiva said it's Asr. So which one is it? Says the Rabbi Shmuel, Mishim Shashim Shlikashio, Mikora Oso Lekamidah Rabbi Kiva. Open the Lehimotz and make him Alibay. First he learned by Rabbi Kiva. But when he couldn't understand the word he was talking about, in other words, Rabbi Kiva was so sharp that he was able to say, he would, he would explain to you the two sides of the coin. He would explain to you why it's Asr or why it's Mutter. That Rabbi Meir couldn't figure out, is it Asr or Mutter? He explained to him so well why it's Mutter, he wasn't sure, did he say Mutter? He came out confused. So he said, you know what, I can't come up with something solid over here, I need to find somebody else. Gave him all the Mishnahis, told, told him very, very clear, Allah is like this, Allah is like that. Once he knew that, then he went to learn by Rikiva to understand how do you explain all the contradictions and how everything works and this and that. The Svar is behind everything. But the two Bryces, one says that Rabbi Kiva is the one that told him, do not use Kankantam. The other one says, Rabbi Shmuel tells him, you shouldn't use Kankantam. So who is it? Kasha, good Kasha. Says the Gemara, Tani Rabbi Yudah, Imer, Meyo, Yoimer, Lakol matilam Kankantam, Utoich Adyoi, Chutz Meparsha Soita. Rabbi says, that you put Kankantam everywhere, besides when you get in the Torah, when you're up to the Parsha of Soita, don't use it. Why? Because I could use it later on in the Beis Hamikdash. What's very, very interesting is that Remeir lived in a time when there's no Saita. You don't, you don't write it for a Saita. Nevertheless, when you write, in other words, in 2020, when you write a Sefatari, you have to make sure, according to Remeir, that the parish of Saita, you, want to want, you might want to use it for, for, for a Saita. But there is no Saita. But it has to be Roy for a Saita. No. You could write and count the entire Torah. You're not snipping anything out of a Sefer Torah. The only thing you can't put Kankantam is, is the real Parsha Saita. When it comes to a situation of a true Saita, then don't use Kankantam. My Benayu. Where lays the Machloikas? Can I erase? Can I use the Torah? Could I be Michael from the Torah? Says the Gemara. In other words, can I go over to the Sefer Torah? According to me, I could go over to the Sefer Torah, snip, snip, use it for a Saita, go to the, you know, the guy is so mad. As why, if he goes, cuts out a Sefer Torah, he'll worry about it later. Go to the Sefer and fix his Torah a different day. Right now, he has to destroy his wife. That's the most important thing. So, Rabbi Yaakov says you can't do that anyways. You can't take it out of Sefer Torah. 
So the Gemara says beautifully, If Ruvain writes a Megillah Soita for his wife, Leah, so he can't go later, and then she admits. She says, you know what? I'm guilty. I'm guilty. If she says she's guilty, this, this Soita doesn't work. So therefore, he has an extra Megillah. What is he going to do with it? He sells it to somebody else. Says the Gemara, he can't use it. It is okay. So perhaps the same kasha in the Sefer Torah. Now what? If I wrote a Sefer Torah, I didn't write it for my wife. I wrote a Sefer Torah. I didn't know she's going to be a Soita tomorrow. So here, Shaila is, does, does the Megillah Soita have to have Lishma? Do I have to have intent for this woman? Or no. The words are the words and the words work. Maybe something else needs intent. Maybe putting it into the cup in the Beisam English needs intent, not the writing of it. What's the raya from this? No raya. This is a specific case where somebody wrote a Megillah Soita for Rachel. He had a mind specifically for this woman. So that's why you can't go to the, to, to the next woman. But when I write a Sefer Torah, it's parav. It's not for that woman, it's not for this woman. It's for no one. It's to read in the shul. So to read in the shul, I could go snip it out and use it for my, for my wife. What's the problem? He says something else. Maybe the exact reverse he says. Perhaps if I write it for Rachel... But it's, she's a soita, so I have all the intents to blow her stomach out of this world and to do terrible things to her. Okay, so it's a great star soita. Now, Rachel admitted to it, I'm going to use it for Leah. But this is a good, good star. This is a star that could kill people. But the Torah, when, I, when the soita wrote the Torah, he was only doing it for, the, for, for, for reading, for laning. So it doesn't have the, the properties to kill people in it. Maybe that's the pshat. Exact reverse logic. Don't use it. That if I write it for Rachel, I could give it to Leah. I could use it for another woman. Time out. Why is that any different than a get? A get we know. Oh, you have anything for me to say now? I wrote a get for a certain woman, and then, listen to this. This is a crazy story. A guy says like this. So there's a guy, his name is Reuven. He's married to Rachel. He finds out that another guy, Reuven, has a wife, Rachel, and he wrote a get for his wife. So he says to himself like this. I have a very good marriage. But it's my a shame that that guy wrote a get and it should go to waste. So let me buy it off him. Let me put it to good use. So the get is puzzle. Mamish puzzle. Today's turning of the daf. Daf Yigimel on base, sponsored by Usher Amar. Lili Nishmas' mother, Rosa, Rosa. I don't know the whole name. We have to find it. And by Dr. Listhaus from Allensville, Pennsylvania. Also, Lili Nishmas' father, 
who's lived to 40 years ago, but today or yesterday was his 100th birthday. And the whole entire month. So by the end of the month, we'll get the name straight. Zokti Gemara. So the problem is, so by get it doesn't work. If by get it doesn't work, why does it work? By a soita. You see, by get, you have to have kavana, you have to have the right thing. By get it says you have to write to her, for her. Lishma. You should do it. When you erase it and you put the dirt in and the water, that has to be l'shem, that soita, but not the writing. Writing is not important. What's the asiyah? To erase it, but not the writing. The writing doesn't have to be l'shma. And here we go, Rabbi Yisai. Beautiful stories from Masi Shabbos. It's known in front of Akash Baruch Hu, She'ein B'dorish Remeir K'moysoy. There is no one alive in the door of Remeir like Remeir. And why is the halacha not like Remeir? Nobody could understand what he really meant. In other words, Remeir was so sharp that he could talk you into believing that this thing is tar. And then when you believed it, he'll turn around and talk you into and explain to you that it's Tomei. So the Tomei is completely confused. Now, based on what I said before, and that was, I found it in the art scroll, that's how the art scroll learns. And the only reason I'm telling you that is because I thought I, thought I had a pshat here, my chavrusa hated it, so I have to tell it to you, because he hated it so much. I thought that maybe we're talking about like a mida kenegin mida kind of thing. Remeir, when he learned by Rebbe Kiva, he saw what it meant when a Rebbe confuses you and goes back and forth, and he couldn't figure anything out, and he ran through Rishmal. So later on, when he became a Galadar, he should have toned it down a little bit and not be so sharp with his Talmidim. And because he wasn't, maybe that's why the halacha wasn't, is not like him. The halacha should be like Remeir. He's the Galadar, he's the smartest guy in the generation, but it's not. I'll just say, for some reason, my chabrusa doesn't like that shot. It's not a midah kenegin midah. Gary doesn't like it either. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go home. I told you, go home whenever you want. Just don't leave me with some video camera that doesn't work. Uh huh. It works, but it's a very fuzzy picture. You need to change the uh, settings. Zogti Gemara. Tana loy, Tana, loy Reb Meir Shmoy, his name, he wasn't born Meir. Ela Reb Noi Roy Shmoy, he was born Noi Roy, and his name was Reb Noi Roy. Velama Nikr Shmoy, Reb Meir, Shu Meir, any Chachamim Ba'alacha, because he lit up the Chachamim's eyes in Allah. And then the Gemara continues, there's a few Girsas here, but we're going to go with the Girsas that we're, di- we're talking about somebody completely different, not Reb Meir. Velay Noi Roy Shmoy. And there's another person, his name was Nehroi. What was his real name? I think this is the Rebbe Arach who killed that snake, no? So they changed his name to Nehroi. Different than Rebbe Meir. Rebbe Meir went from Nehroi to Meir. 
And they, he went from Ibn Lazar to, to, to Narai. But again, it's the idea that light up, light up the Chacham in Ba'alach. Omer Rebbe. Most people are going to Rebbe, some are going to Rav. Listen to this. This is Rabbi Yudah Anasi, Rabbeinu HaKadosh. Even if you want to say it's Rav, also, Goladar. The reason why I'm so sharp, he says, I, I used to learn Torah. I was, from the, I was a, a young guy. And as being from the youngsters, I couldn't get a good seat to see my Rebbe right in front of me. So I saw Rebbe from behind. The, I, I saw Yerushalmi that says here that there was a story once where Rebbe Meir came to give Musr to, to Rebbe's family. He walks into Rebbe's house and he says, you're not allowed to clap your hands on Shabbos. What's going on here? You guys are Mechali Shabbos. We learned that himself the Shabbos. You're not allowed to clap your hands. And they said, well, we're doing it backwards, behind our back. And he said, you're still not allowed to clap your hands. Even Bishinu. Rebbe saw him, heard something going on, a commotion. He comes out. Ermei ran away. This is Yerushalmi. He ran. And Rebbe looked out after him by the window and he sees his neck. His suder came off his neck. And that's what he's referring to. Because I saw his neck. I once saw his neck. The point is, he says, I, I couldn't see his face. When I was learning, the, the Pashup shot is while we were learning, I didn't see his face. If I would have seen his front, then I would be a lot smarter, a lot sharper. This is Rebbe talking. So, take this here. Rebbe, Rebbe Huda Nasi, the one, the author of all Mishnah, Shisha Sivri Mishnah, says, that the reason why I'm so smart is because I saw the back of Remeir's neck. But if I were to see his front, I would be much smarter. And this is the Remeir, the Rebbe Kiva gave a compliment because human beings need compliments. Or that the other Talmidim, they're also on a high level, they should get compliments. They should feel good about themselves. It's a musr. It's mamish a musr. Everybody needs compliments. Humans need compliments. Says the Gemara. I'm trying to talk myself into it. I'm trying to convince myself to give compliments to the different people in my life. But Yishkoyach Avi, thanks. Thanks for the compliment. Thanks, thanks. Yishkoyach, Yishkoyach. Everybody says, send in the emails. Not enough emails. Not enough. That, that night, on Sunday, that... What's going on here? Why do I hear myself off? Ay, ay, ay. That Sunday was a night of compliments. Ishkoyach, Ishkoyach. I think I have enough compliments to last me for, until the end of Ayrman. At least till tomorrow. I'm riding Ayrman, the whole scene of Ayrman. I'm high. I'm riding it all the way through Ayrman. Says the Gemara. You should always, your eyes should always see your Rebbe. I found it funny, Lushen. There was a Talmud, his name was Sumchus, as if nobody ever heard of Sumchus. The famous Sumchus. So I did a search, Sumchus appears 90 something times in Shaz. Like as if nobody ever heard of this name. It's a funny Lushen. Talmud it's like saying, Talmud there was a guy named Rebekah, you never heard of him. He's a famous, Sumchus is famous. Fine. Every Tumah you'd say 48. One less than Moshe Rabbeinu or 49. He explained it to you in 48 ways. Tana. 
Another thing, Talmud Vasik Hayyabi Yavin is the older Talmud and Yavin Shoyim Taris Asheretz, Bimeyo Vachamishim Ta'amim. There's a, supposedly there's a famous saying in Hebrew that you want to be Metamed Asheretz, even, not even a religious saying. You want to be Metamed Asheretz in 151 ways. 150 ways. Shailah the Rishonim, what exactly you want to want? In other words, without the Torah saying that a Sheretz, Torah says Sheretz is Tameh. But I could come up with logic. I could come up with 150 reasons to tell you why Sheretz is not Tameh. The Gemara gives an example. Om Ravina ni Odom Vatareno. So Ravina tried one and he failed miserably. Uma Nachash, Shemem is Umar Betumatar. A Nachash, a snake himself, causes a lot of death in this world. He, he kills large animals, kills human beings. So he causes Tumah. But he himself. The sheretz himself is tar. Sheretz, a sheretz, a mouse, never killed a human being, can't kill a human being. And certainly he brings a lot of, like Kolchkin, he doesn't, a sheretz doesn't bring a lot of tumor to the world, he doesn't kill large animals, doesn't kill human beings. So certainly the sheretz himself should be tar. It's a great Tavachimer. If a snake that causes death, the snake himself is not Tomei. You could touch a snake, you're not Tomei. So a, a mouse that doesn't cause death in the world, doesn't cause Tuma, certainly. Says, The killer is never Tomei. A gun is not Tomei. You, you could kill a lot of people with a gun. Doesn't mean that the gun is Tomei. Uh, a thorn could kill a person. Doesn't mean that the thorn is Tomei. It's not a good ride. Three years, Beishamimisil argued. And every single one says that Allah is like us. We are smarter. That Allah should be like Basil. Basil say we are more. Allah like them. Yotza Baskol. This is a famous Gemara. Yotza Baskol. Remember this Gemara. If you give me a little base and Irvin, the why is that Allah in all of Shas like Basil because of this Gemara right here? Yotza Baskol v'Amra Elu v'Elu Divrei Elokim Chaimim. They are both equal. How? A big discussion. How's it possible? Tomei, Tar. They're saying the exact opposites. No, it's all. Says the Gemara, Rabbi Said, this is a Murdika Gemara. If they're both equal. So why is that Allah like Yisil? Says the Gemara, Rabbi Said, Eli, Eli. They were very easygoing. And they were all of. They were downtrodden, whatever the word is. How you? Vishoinin divreyem vidivreyabishamat. So the Gemara says, Maridik. The, the psychologists talk about this. Every time you go, the, 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 best, uh, the best idea for marriage is to listen. You have to listen. One of the ideas of listening is you repeat over what the other person says. And here, the story is in this Gemara. That Basilel, when they argue with Shammai, they didn't, they didn't say, eh, what are you saying? You should listen. This is the, you say, oh, well, you're saying, let me repeat what you're saying. You're saying this and this and this and that. But let me explain to you that what you're saying is wrong. Oh, gave Bishamai the proper covet, and then they argued with them. And not only that, they would say over Bishamai before their own Svarah. And I'll prove it to you. There's a Mishnah in Sukkah. Famous Mishnah. If most of your body and your head is in a Sukkah, 
but the tables inside the house, Bishamay Paislim, Ubaisil Machshirim, Amru Baisil Bishamay, we're not going to go into the Mishnah, but the point is, Amru Baisil Bishamay. So Basil said, Lukapaya Maiso, and listen to these words. When Basil is telling Bishamay, they say, Shahochu Zikni Bishamay. The Zkanim of Bishamay went, and only afterwards they say, Vizikni Basil. In other words, as they're talking to Bishamay, they're giving the proper covenant to Bishamay by mentioning in their story that Bishamay came before Basil. Levakis Rebukhan and Khuranas, they came to visit Rebukhan and Khuranas, and so Yoshev Rebukhan and Sukkah, and that was the story. Rebukhan and Khuranas was sitting most of his body in the Sukkah, but his table was in the houses. And they told him, There's not a good riot because they did tell him, Fine. By the way, Rebbe, the author of Mishnais, Rebbe Yudanasi, who wrote all the Mishnais, in his Mishnais, most of the time, he writes Bishamai before Basila. Why? Because Rebbe is a descendant of Hillel. And he took on that anava of mentioning Bishamai before his own grandfather. Listen to this. We've got to remember this Gemara. A person that puts himself down, who raises him up. And if you try to raise yourself up, will throw him down. If you try to chase honor, will run away from you. And if you run away from Godless, we have a guy in our shul, Rabbi Pesanak, I'm mentioning him. Everybody asks him every day to be the Rav. He runs away. The more they ask him, the more they want him to be our Rav. What? This is also great, Moser. If you try to press the time, you try to do business and try to try to do more than you try to push the clock. It's going to push you away. Don't try to push it. Let it come. Let business come to you. You don't push the business. And if you say, you know what, time will play it out. Like in real estate, if anybody has real estate, you know what I'm talking about. You have to have patience. Sometimes until you see some profit, it takes 20 years. Talking from experience. But you have to have patience. You can't push it. If you push it, but if you have patience, it'll come back to you. Says the Gemara, famous Gemara. Two and a half years, there's a big machlag between the two. It's better that a person shouldn't have been created. What's better? To be created or not created. Unbelievable. Big machlag is two and a half years. They, they did some sort of count. They decided it's better that a person should not be created. But once he was created, he should do tshuva. We're talking about Rosh Hashanah. There's a beautiful pshat here. I don't think I have time to say it now, but if you want, stick around after the shir. I'll say it after the shir. But I just wa- do want to point out a very small, very important thing. That from this Gemara, again, the Gemara comes out of the Maskana. It's better that a human being should not be created. But now that he's created, he should do tshuva. The, the Shulchan Aruch brings this halacha, this Gemara, to say that that's why in the morning we say, 
Shaloi Osani Goy. Shaloi Osani Ovid. Why? Why are we saying it in the negative? He didn't make me an Arab. She's saying, Shostani Yisrael. Because Yoyser Toy Shaloi Nivra. So we don't want to thank Hashem for creating us when it's better that we shouldn't have been created. But at the end of the day, He created us. Thank goodness He didn't make us a dog. He didn't make us a this. But we're created. It's brought down in the Bach, brought down in, in Halacha. This is Gemara. Beautiful pshat from the Makar Chaim, if anybody wants to hear, after Shir. Says the Mishnah real quickly. That's it, we're done. Back to Eruvin. But there are a good few daf coming up soon again, once again. But this is a, this is a classic daf. We have to remember this daf. Daf Yud Gimel. All these unbelievable agathas that we just learned. How wide does the car have to be? To be able to carry a brick. What's a brick? So, a brick in those days was three by three. You cut it in half. It's three by one and a half. Okay, here's the Cairo, here's your brick, your brick is laying on the Cairo, the, the and this picture is the red, and the brick is laying on the Cairo. So even though it overlaps the Cairo, it's okay. And, okay. All it needs to be is one Tefach. It has to be wide enough to, to be able to hold a brick. Ubriyan has to be strong enough. Strong. In other words, thick enough to hold a brick. Ooh, I just remember the crazy thing. When I was a uh, Bamish, I didn't think about this before. But when I was, uh, I don't know, 16, 17, I wanted to become a lifeguard. And I went upstate in, in the winter. It was a whole story by itself. But one of the things they made us do is hold a brick. You have to hold a brick as you're in water for, I think, a minute or two minutes, and tread water. And there was an African-American there who could not do it. He was super athletic. But for some reason, he and floating didn't go together because he's all muscle. No matter what he did, the, after the entire thing, he couldn't pass the test. He just couldn't. Anyways, the cavalry, you have to be able to hold a brick. It's very important to hold a brick. So, Zokti Gemara, uh, the Mishnah, Cavalry, Obriya Kedela, Cavalry, so it has to be wide. It doesn't have to be very strong. What if it was made out of straw? So the Mishnah now introduces a new thing called Royim. I pretend an imaginary being. I have a being made out of straw, the most flimsiest material in the world. This just turned into, Ryan, I pretend, halachically, that this is steel, this is metal. This could hold my brick. So once I say the concept of Ryan, I'm going to say, Akuma, if it's crooked, it goes like this. Now what's amazing is, that in my Gemara, hmm, where is it? Oh, here. My Gemara has this picture, and I have no idea why. Somebody explain to me, please. Akuma, crooked. It goes, it starts low and goes high. I have no idea where they got this pshat. No clue. I'll show you a different picture. All the other Gemaras have, it's literally bent in a circle. Not, it goes like this. It starts off at the same height, but the middle goes in. It dips down, that makes a lot of sense. 
So Ryan, again, I use this concept of I pretend that it's nice and straight. Agula, what if it's round? Ryan, here, Agula. Got to back it up. Okay, here's a round. I'm gonna pretend that it is flat. I just cut off the top part, and now I have a flat semicircle. The, the Mishnah says an idea. And we're going to see more about it tomorrow. I know all you math freaks are not going to like it so much. But the point is that if it's, if the circumference, the, the diameter, if the diameter is one tefach, that means that we have three tefachim in circumference. So we need a tefach for our kairah. So what you do is you measure the circumference. If you have three of the circumference, even though it's round and it can't hold a brick because the brick will flip over, I do right and I cut it, I slice it in the middle, and everything's good. Have a good tefach, geval de gevach. If anybody wants to stick around for the pshat from the Mekar Chaim and that Gemara, you're welcome to do so. I'll give everybody a chance to, to leave in a good tefach. Nobody wants to leave. What's going on here? All right, you want to mute them for a second? Mute them. So the Pshat is like this, Rabbi Yisai. <clears throat> Kor Chaim says, What's the Machloi between Bisham Vesil, whether or not a person should have been created? If HaKadosh Baruch Hu created man, then that's the right thing. What do you mean? Is it good or not good? HaKadosh Baruch Hu created man. That's number one. Number two, what's Nimnu V'Gamru? They counted. What did they count? What were they doing exactly that they counted? So he says like this. They want to see what's... Does man create more harm than good? He has mitzvahs, but on the other hand he has avarice. And if he does avarice, he can create, he has potential to create more harm than good. So they said, Nimnu v'gamru. And I saw the same, this part of it I saw in the Marsha as well. They, they counted the mitzvahs assay and the mitzvahs lois assay. So there's 365 lois assay, don't. And there's only 248 assay. So they realize that the potential to do harm is greater than good. And then, then they said, So he says a very interesting shot. I don't know if I agree with it 100%, but he says like this. We know, and at the end of the day, he couldn't do a mitzvah. So, Kishbaruch is mechashev, machshav alamaisa. Just the thought of doing a mitzvah has the potential, you get the schar of the mitzvah. Yeah, leave it on. So, so he says, if so, it comes out. He wants to say that if you do the mitzvah, so if you thought about a mitzvah, you get schar. And what if you do the mitzvah? You should get double schar. So therefore, the assays are almost 500 now. So 500 is more than the 365. And that's what's Nimnu Vagarmin. Nimnu Vagarmin. They counted how many assays and how this. And then Yemashmesh and Yefashmesh. That's what he says. Yefashmesh means, I thought about doing it. Yemashmesh means, I did it. And then he says, that's Pshat in the Gemara in Brachas. The Gemara in Brachas says, 
that Nashim b'may zachyon. How does a woman, how, how does she go to the Gan Eden? Well, it makes a lot of sense now. A woman has many less mitzvahs than a man. But it, because she's able to send her kids to, to, to learn Torah, and if she waits for her husband to learn Torah, so she's doichin her husband's mitzvahs, and therefore, that's why it's better that she, that makes sense that yimashmish and yifashmish, that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to have your husband's mitzvahs, you're supposed to have your own mitzvahs. Your mitzvahs actually add up more than your averse. I don't know if I agree with it 100%, that pshat, but that's what he says. There is a guy, by the way, as it says, very different, but the idea is like when you talk Lashon Hara, you get two Averis. He says, uh, he, What? That's you? So he says, By um, by, by Averis, he says, Oh, right, by the Din Vecheshman, he says that you get an Avera for talking Lashon Hara, but you also get an Avera for not learning Torah at the same time. You should be learning. Why are you doing Averis? So you get a double Avera. Din Vecheshman. So, I mean, that's some sort of idea like that. That when you do a mitzvah, you get the mitzvah for thinking about the mitzvah and the mitzvah. Interesting. Anyways, agutavach.